Hey Val. Hey Al. Welcome to the Deep Commentaries trailer. Welcome to you and welcome to all our potential listeners. We're just two pals re-watching, reviewing, and reliving in the glory days of all Disney Channel original movies. Join us every other Tuesday for games, laughs, and chats about all of the hot dads. Looking forward to having you join us for D-Commentaries, as well as all of the other podcasts here on the Trident Network. Find us wherever you pod. looking now that's perfect just like always unbelievable okay (laughs) oh hey what's up everybody what's up twitch thanks for tuning in live to this week's episode of i love improv with trent dozier i'm your host trent dozier also if you're not live and listening to this on a podcast in the future or maybe watching the video replay on twitch or youtube or wherever you found it welcome welcome everybody thanks for being here happy to have you here um if you're here live throw your throw some what's ups in the chat or something you know something cool um someone who i do know who is here live live with me for every episode of i love improv with trent dozier it is my technical producer you might have heard me talking to her a little bit ago when i was dancing everybody in the chat please say what's up to val agnew what's up val what's up trent how you doing i'm doing okay you know um i was worried i just got a haircut today actually and i was worried that you know when i dance to open the show uh a big part of my dancing is usually my hair and i was worried that that wouldn't translate but i think it actually did oh so it definitely did it looks great by the way thank you i went to purpose la in downtown burbank uh if you're looking for a good haircut in the greater la area check out purpose la this is not facetious in any way. I take my hair very seriously. Uh, they're great. I love it down there. Give them business if you're here. Um, if you're not here, I don't know what to tell you. Sorry about it. Uh, if you are in Chicago, though, go to Rath & Co. Barbers. All right, moving on. Moving on from our <laughs> weekly segment, Hair Talk. Now we get into the improv. Um, actually, before we get into the improv, we got to talk a little bit about the Trident Network, baby. This is, of course, I Love Improv with Trent Dozier, a podcast and a live stream, a part of the Trident Network. For more information on all things Trident Network, you can go to thetridentnetwork.com. Trident Network is, of course, a three-pronged digital media entertainment empire i'll say uh we got podcasts which this is one of we got live shows on twitch.tv slash the trident network which you are watching right now there's also pre-recorded stuff that comes out on um the trident network youtube uh which you can check out go to youtube type in the trident network you'll find it a lot of great stuff always um web series dicks finished last month the first trident web series finished um and is there a rap party coming up where we just had the rap party or we just had it on Tuesday so you can watch the recording of it. There you go. Boom. Boomtown. And not only can you watch the recording of the of the uh, of the rap party but you can go back on the Trident Network's YouTube and check out Dicks. It's fun. It's really fun. Okay, good. They put a lot of work into that. Um also if you would like to become a subscriber for the uh, Trident Network Twitch, throw us a sub as they say. Is that correct? Did I use the lingo correct? Oh, you're so in the know. You can hit the button down here somewhere. In, Other side. In this. There, there. Right around there. Yeah, slap yeah, that button. Good. Give us a subscribe. <laughs> um, also, if you are um, an Amazon Prime member, if you have an account with Amazon Prime, you can actually get a subscription to the Trident Network's Twitch for free. Is that correct, Val? That is correct. Wow, crushing it. I'm doing a great job. <laughs> As uh okay i think i think that's it anything you want to mention val or are we good to get into it no let's get into it okay baby we're gonna get into it uh my guest this week doing and chatting about improv with me is someone who i have known for quite some time someone who i am very excited to get to play with because oh man i can't even i can't even think of the last time we played together now that i now that it's coming up, I guess I should have thought I should have thought about that before <laughs> before we went live. 
Uh, please, if you're here live in the chat, show some love to this this week's guest, Karen Plow. Hey, Karen. Hey, Trent. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you up in the high, high mountains of Colorado? I am doing well and very well oxygenated, oxygenated, that. I'm very that. (laughs) Oh, this is going to be a wild one. (laughs) I can already tell. Our our pre-show conversation was off the rails. Karen already forgets how to speak English. This is going to be fun. It's going to be good. Um, Okay. Karen... As you know, because I told you already, we're going to do some improv. But first, as we do every episode here on I Love Improv with Trent Dozier, I'm going to tell you, Karen, what I love about you as an improviser. But before I do that, uh, Karen and I will need a suggestion for uh, the improv that we are about to do after this brief conversation. If you know Karen and I and already have an idea of a suggestion you would like to give, please do so. If you don't know one or both of us, this uh, brief conversation we're about to have might help inform the suggestion that you would like to give. And as always, I would like to uh, remind everybody, suggestions, we love them. Thank you very much for giving them. Um, We don't want something simple like coffee mug. We want something uh, complex and setting up the scene such as... Uh, Karen is a artisanal coffee maker and Trent is her apprentice and they both are half bug, you know, something like that, (laughs) something better than that. Probably. Uh, I don't know. Um, I'll leave that up to you in the chat or possibly that we'll see. We'll see. Uh, but Karen, I gotta tell you what I love about you as an improviser. Are you prepared to sit there quietly and receive compliments? I'm going to take it all in. I've got, I've taken a deep breath and I'm just going to let it flow. That rich Colorado air, baby. (laughs) Karen, I absolutely adore playing with you, uh, getting to mess around with you. Uh, As you can already see, this is, we've gone off the rails and we haven't even started yet. And I just feel like you um, exude fun and silliness and like, not only do you exude fun and silliness, but you kind of exude the attitude of wanting to have fun and wanting to be silly. And like, you know, you are, you're a great improviser and you can do a serious scene, but push comes to shove. I think I like you so much because we are the same in that we both, uh, we just want to go out there and have fun and, you know, probably wrestle with each other, maybe slap each other, cut each other's throats, you know, do some do some wild goofing off and i think it's uh it's also great that you uh love to do all that stuff because i think you're great at it i think you are great at being a goofball and like oh i think you're you are great at wacky zany characters and um as we were talking about uh in the pre-show you and i with val uh not only are you goofy but you can also be very dark and i think you walk that tightrope uh it's such a fine line and i think you walk it very well and it's like you are someone who when i'm playing with you constantly surprise me on stage and i love that and you make me laugh and i love that and you're also um a great physical performer which i think comes with the silliness and um wanting to have fun and correct me if i'm wrong but don't you have a a clowning background is that correct i do i do i do so that lends itself to physicality Um, of course um yeah. So with all that being said, what do you think? You agree with any of that? You think I'm off base? I I think that I've matured enough in my life that I can take those compliments <laughs> and just say thank you. <laughs> How's that? Yeah, honestly, great. I love to hear it. Um, I'm happy. I'm happy about that. Uh, okay. So with all that being said, let's get to the old meat and potatoes, shall we? It's time to do some improv, okay. huh? You and me. Um, yep. Do you, when do you think the last time we played together was 28, 2018, I think is my guess. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. I think it's been a while. Yes. It's been a while, but, but it feels like no time at the same time. Right. (laughs) Yes. Karen, of course, uh, her and I played together at made up theater in Fremont, California, which is my favorite improv theater of all time. I don't know about you. Um, but uh, Karen and I both moved away around the same time, left left made-up theater. Karen's now in Colorado. 
I went to Chicago and I'm now back in the Bay or not in the Bay in California. I'm in LA. Um, enough of enough about me. Enough about you. Let's get to these suggestions. If you have a suggestion for a scene uh, that you haven't already thrown in the chat, please throw your suggestion in the chat now. Um, as always, there's about a 20 or so second delay between what I'm saying and what uh, when it gets relayed to the chat and the video. So I'll vamp a little bit, talk about <laughs> that Colorado air that you've been sucking in. I, I'll, I will say I thought my uh, when I said you were in the high, high mountains of Colorado, it's pretty funny because it's high as in tall, but also high as in smoking the ganja you know what i mean hey you know i uh, all i can say is i'm clean right now hey good for you love to hear it respect it we drug test all our guests Uh, thank you val uh okay uh val um once you're done reading the results of karen's drug test do we have a suggestion yeah we have one from uh someone named uh knee adam ilio um nice thank you knee <laughs> and uh i'm gonna add something that i had already locked and loaded in preparation for having to give the suggestion Great. myself i'm gonna add something to the suggestion so uh trent and karen are sitting by the campfire on the last day of a five-day hike it's about 50 degrees and some they're somewhere in the rockies okay and my addition to that is <clears throat> one of you has a secret that you've been trying to tell the other for the entire five days. Love it. Sounds good. All right. Karen, are you ready? All right. I am okay. ready. Have fun. Thank you, Val. Thank you, Nee. <sighs> All right. We're almost done. Just got to hit that ascent in the morning. Then we'll be good. Yeah. It's going to be... To be really good to, you know, be off the mountain. I know. You know. I know. What was your? You know. Oh, uh, go ahead, please. Oh no, no go please. ahead. No, 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 no you, you go. go. No, 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 no. We've been doing I this the whole trip. I insist that you speak, please. <sighs> I was just gonna say this has been really enjoyable. Great. Yeah. I'm, Gosh. I've also had a great time. I was just gonna. I was just curious what your favorite part of the last five days have been. My favorite time, um, hmm. there's been a lot. There's yes, been a lot. there's been a ton. Uh, there's been a lot of really good it's things. It's been like mostly only good things so far. But I think maybe, you know, when that moment was on the 14er, when I couldn't see mm-hmm. you, and I thought, oh my gosh, we're above the tree mm-hmm. line. There's nothing, there's nothing that would have caught him if he slipped. And uh, I, I, you were nowhere. And for a minute, I just took a deep breath and took that all in. Yeah, that was that was powerful. And then you and then you showed up, you know, behind me. Uh, but yeah, that was a good that was a good part. It was good. It's good. Wait, are you are you saying? Maybe I'm maybe I'm reading this wrong. Are you saying your favorite part was when you thought that I might have died? No, 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 no. I mean, don't interpret it that way. Okay, please tell me uh, how I should interpret I was a, it then. No, it was just like being alone in nature, you know, yeah. at like a really high, there was a big goal and we made it. It was like, oh yeah, we fucking made this. And then I was like, oh, we, wait, there's no we. And then I just had a moment of peace, you know, like being there by myself. But it's not about you, man. Okay. It's not about you. Okay, so if I had if I had died in that moment, you would have been sad. It, you, your happiness was from uh, a peace within yourself. Uh, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I would have I would have been really concerned if you hadn't shown up when you did. It, it, I it wasn't your potential death that that did anything okay. for me. It was it was being on the mountain. It was being on the mountain, man. Okay, Come on. Good. I, I would right? like, All I right. would like to believe you. So I'm, I'm going to believe you that. I think you should believe me. Uh, so what was your favorite part? Well, after all that, I kind of don't want to say what mine was now, because it's pretty 
drastically different. <laughs> All right, listen. You made me go first. Like we went through this on the trail a number of times. We spoke at the same moment. And then it was like, no, no you, you go, go, no, you uh, go, no, no you, you go. go first. No, yeah. and so I I went. And now it's your turn. I mean, come on, man. We've been out here for five days. You don't trust me? No, I do. I trust you with my whole life, my whole soul. I was just gonna say that my I think my favorite part of the trip was night two when we were in the tent and our fingers accidentally touched. And it felt like, uh, you know, there was a bit of a rush. There was a bit of a rush there, and I don't know if. Um, I don't know how you felt about that, but I'm thinking not the same as me since you're talking about how you wish I was dead. So. I did not say I wish you. Well, that's were what I'm here. I just like having a moment alone. Okay, okay. Um, I didn't I, mean to. I, I didn't mean to overbear you on this on this trip. Wow. Okay. Well, uh, you're overbearing me right now. Um, the finger thing was awkward. Okay. But. but but okay. So it was awkward and not a moment is what you're telling me. Oh, wow. I feel judged right now. I feel a little I'm, judged. No, I'm not judging you. I'm just <laughs> trying to get clarification. I'm not, I would never, I would never judge you. I would never judge oh. you. Okay. Well, I mean, I, I, you know, it was a thing. It was a thing. It was something for you. It was something different for me, but that's like how people are different, you know, uh, Whew. All right. Yeah. So you're saying you don't feel anything for me outside of friendship? Wow. You just you're just gonna ask that? Well, huh? now I am <laughs> since we're kind of we're talking about it already. Okay, well, all right. If I, you, I, look, you're 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 you. You know, that is you not a, that's not a, that's not a you. sentence. That's not you a sentence you, that man. means anything. That's not a sentence that means anything. What does that mean? Obviously, I'm me. <laughs> oh, you're you. Great. We've accomplished nothing. Okay. I'm going to, I'm going to change that. I'm going to change that statement and Please. say that I am me. Oh my God. Okay? <laughs> I am me. <laughs> that, doesn't, that doesn't mean anything. It does. It means that you can't control me, you know? Like, I'm, not, I'm not trying to control you. I'm asking if you feel emotionally open to me in a way that I am feeling emotionally open to you. After, Especially after five beautiful days hiking together, going up and down the mountains, the, the turbulence that we've we've had both literally and figuratively. I I, I, I just I just feel like I, our bond is stronger than it's ever been and I, I would love to you know make us a couple. Uh oh um But clearly you... I'm gathering <laughs> Just, I'm gathering my thoughts, all right? I'm gathering my thoughts. Um, in, like, in what sense do you want to be a couple? Like, how would you define that? In what sense do I want to be a couple? What do you mean? I, uh, I, I would like us, I would like us to date for X amount of time, and then eventually we would get married, and then, you know, who knows what who knows what the future holds? Maybe some kids, maybe no kids, maybe some dogs or cats or or nothing, just the two of us living our lives. Oh, I'm having a... Whew, I think the altitude's getting <laughs> No, me. just breathe. Practice our breathing exercises oh. like they taught us. I think it's just a cold weather. Yeah. I just need a minute. Just turn turn away from the fire so you're not breathing in any smoke. Just focus on focus on your breathing. All right. Okay, listen. I'm listening. I've 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 heard what you said and I'm glad you clarified what you mean by a partner. Um, I mean, listen, uh, listen. 
I, I feel a connection to you, right? But the, the connection is, is fraught with tension. You know, there's like, eh, you know, it's like your heart to my heart. There's a line, but it's, it's, uh, it's, it's taut, electrified, Tight. but not, oh, no, no okay. not hot. Oh, not, oh yeah, not taut and not hot. Neither of those. Okay. Uh, it's, it's this thing where, like, yeah, I know you, you know, I know you. Is there more to that sentence? <laughs> no, the connection is, I know you, man. What? Like, I know you. I probably know too much about you. Like, this trip probably wasn't a good lead up to, hey, you want a date. I mean, I saw you shitting in the woods. Yes, but I think the point that I'm trying to make here is that if we were a couple, you would see me shitting in a toilet, <laughs> in theory, <laughs> you know, depending on if we say we lived in a one-bedroom apartment to start, right, and all we had was the one bathroom and there was some crossover hey, in our wait, morning. Okay, so, wait. Like, you needed now, a listen, shower before I don't, work, but I had to go poop wow. before work. And... Uh, wow, okay. Uh, I don't, okay, I don't, even if I was, say, in love with someone, I don't really want to smell their shit. I know that. I don't want to smell I mean, your shit either. I'm just saying that if you we were in the hypothetical situation of my dreams <laughs> where we're a couple, yeah. you know, there's potential for you to smell my shit and vice versa. Gloria, I would smell your shit if you took a dump. I'm not intentionally. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be like Gloria. Don't flush. I gotta go smell your. I gotta go smell your shit. I would, you know. Wow. But there's. I'm just saying. There's a possibility. I don't. I don't smell shit. I mean, I do, but I don't seek it out. I'm not trying. Are you saying you you wouldn't smell my shit? No, I would. Like my shit's not good enough to smell. No, I think anybody. That's not. That's not what I'm saying. I think you're. I don't think those things you just said about partnership. <laughs> And dating and marriage. You know, children smell like shit. You want to have children with me? They are just a big pile of shit for the first three years. Well, I don't know if I want to have kids with you or anybody. That would be a discussion that you and I would have to have as But you partners. just said that. No. But you just said that. No, I said hypothetically. Yes, you did. No, I said hypothetically. Yes, this is all no, hypothetical. You... Okay, okay, fine. Okay, so you like shit. That's good to That's know. Not... That's not yeah, what that's, I'm. Yeah, that's. You're twisting. No, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's you said. No, you're twisting then my. How words. could I be in love with a man who likes shit? Everybody poops. Did you ever read that book? <laughs> Whether you like okay. shit or not, it's a it's a part of life, Gloria, and I want you, like my shit, to be a part of my life. So you're calling me shit? No, if anything, I'm... Jesus, this is the least romantic conversation I have ever had in my life! What? I, that's not... Okay. Okay. Could you hand me... Could you hand me a beef jerky? Sure. Sure, I can hand you one, but I'm not going to. Okay, why don't... Gloria... Kid... <laughs> We just need to get off this mountain. We got one more night here. Uh, I promise, you know, that I won't bother you with my shit. I have, know, before. I have never been bothered, for the record, I have never been bothered by your shit. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> Why are you laughing at me uh, like that? You know what? I'm starting to think of five days of us together. If this, that's what this turned you into, then a life together would not be good. So, I've rec I've received your answer. Thank you, Gloria. I'm gonna. I'll I'll look for. I'll go scavenge for berries. Hey, hold hold up, Jed. Wait a minute. You just so you take that all back? No, that's how I feel. That's how I felt. But now I'm assessing my feelings based on the feelings that you have volleyed back to me. And now I I think that I look like a little bit of a fool for thinking that you uh, could have been a partner for me. So 
I'm and and you won't even hand me some freaking beef jerky. So I'm gonna go out there scavenging the in you, the woods. You know, you know what? The problem with you is that you're hot and then you're cold. You know, like like one minute you're wanting to smell my children's shit, and the next minute you you're going to gather wood, Jed. I like. <laughs> I mean, how did you want me to answer when you painted this romantic picture? I wanted you. Remember, I know you. Yes, and I know you, which is why I was hopeful that your answer would have been, yes, let's date, let's be a couple, let's be together. I thought maybe we could have a nice sexual night up here on the on the mountain together <laughs> oh, and yeah. lead that. Walking, walking down the mountain would be like walking into the rest of our lives. But clearly I was uh, wrong. Well, you know, you know, you ruined that with the whole shit conversation. That's not an aphrodisiac. <laughs> For uh, the record... <laughs> For the record, Gloria, you brought up shit first. You talked about me shitting in the woods, so the shit talk is on you. Yeah, but then, but then you, you talked about smelling my shit in an apartment. Like I just, I don't understand you. Like why can't it just be simple? If that's simple. Why can't you... <laughs> it's not. It's not simple at all. What's more simple than smelling your partner's shit in the morning? <laughs> I, I think we need to end this. End what? We're not a couple. Well, end whatever this, this. I, I think I need to walk down by myself tomorrow. I understand. And I think that you need to leave in the morning before I do. So you want to go second. Why do you have to always rank things? I'm not I'm not ranking things. I'm just oh my, I mean, is it gotta be an order? Like I'm second down the mountain? Fine, I'll be first down the mountain. No, I don't care who goes first or second. I was just clarifying if I needed to wake up earlier or if I needed to wake up wow. later. I was just trying to mentally prepare for my schedule tomorrow. Oh, well, I'm sorry that your itinerary is not ideal. I didn't, I didn't even say, I didn't even say if it was bad that I had to go first. I was, I was only asking a clarifying question. Well, I just felt judged by the whole damn thing. So, you know what? Okay, okay. Okay, okay. Whoa. Hey. What? Do you hear that? I wasn't sure because you were getting close to me. Jesus Christ, there could be a mountain lion. No better no better time for a passionate kiss than right before we get murdered by nature itself. <sighs> Will you shut up? Do. What do you think it is? Stop getting don't get that close to me. Jesus. Let me just it's cold. Can I put my arm around you? No, okay, you okay, cannot. Okay. okay, fine. Just put your arm around me. It'll make us look like a bigger animal. Oh, that's smart. We might scare it away. Good idea, good idea. Oh, God, your beard is so scratchy. Is it okay that my face is this close? <laughs> God. Okay, fine. Listen, if we die, if we die right now because something eats us, Maybe it would be better that way. It would be better if we were both dead. <laughs> you know what? I think I'm just going to try to walk down the mountain right now in the dark. Wait. No, don't no, leave I'm, me I'm up gone. here with that thing. Wait, no, 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 no. Come no, back. Ah, oh, Jesus. Fine. Go. Fine. It's a shame you won't get to hear the song I wrote about you, but. 
I'd love to hear it. I don't even think you can write a song. Okay, well, technically, I didn't write the song. Van Morrison wrote I want to hear the song. It's, it's, okay, Alana, it's sing Gloria it. Sing by it. Van Morrison. Have sing you heard it. that song? Uh, well, that's not original. I did. Another issue. <laughs> I thought you were leaving. I am leaving. I don't see you going anywhere. I am leaving. Which way is... You don't want to leave. Obviously, I don't want to no. leave. I'm in love with you. Well, why didn't you just say that? <laughs> I thought that was pretty clear what I was implying. You didn't say that. So, I'm in love with you. Does that change anything? Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, kind of. What? I mean, you didn't say that before. So are you saying there's a chance between us? If you're in love with me, that's more serious. Yes. Oh, no. Mountain lion. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's the scene. All right. Oh. Oh, oh my God. Once you, once you introduce the mountain lion, I was like, 100%, I'm going to get eaten by this thing. That's how I... <laughs> that's how I know. That's how I know I want this to end. Oh, my God. Well, Karen, I think that was a... Perfect example of what I was saying. You have a a way about you that just it makes me laugh playing with you. And um, oh, man, I had a blast. I had a blast in that scene. Me too. Okay, good. I miss you, Trent. <laughs> That's fun. It was fun. <laughs> it was very fun to watch. Uh, it was it was like a dance because you're both like messing with yeah. each other in a t in different ways. And it was very cool to see how you were reacting. And it also, like, felt real in the sense of, like, I, like a couple having that fight where they are, like, intentionally not listening to each yeah. other. You know? It was, it, it, I was like, wow. Yeah, I've been in this fight. Well, <laughs> I also thought it was very, very funny and also very smart, Karen, what you were doing, which was, like, you, Karen, the performer, were clearly listening to me because everything that Gloria was responding with was the exact opposite. So, like, the only way you could have understood me was for you to listen. But everything Gloria was saying was, like, the opposite of what Jed, which that made me laugh out loud, what Jed was... <laughs> <laughs> what Jed was laying out and like that to me that was such a that was such a smart choice because you were you were you were playing to the top of your intelligence by playing a character who was an idiot essentially mm -hmm. yeah I wrote down how, like you're so attentive like <laughs> in the middle of the scene because even at the end like when you were like had your arm and you were like your beard is so scratchy mm -hmm. like you weren't even looking at the screen but you were just like paying such close attention to what was going on that you just knew that he was like leaning closer to you it was great yeah yeah i was like um or not i was like that's not a real start to a sentence i was i was happy <laughs> i was happy that um, you know, Val and I, we've talked about this on a couple episodes before, but I always worry about, uh, how the physicality will come across, um, visually for everybody since we're all in, in different places. And, you know, even though we were sitting in the dark on a mountain, it felt good that we were both able to still be super physical, even before we were hugging each other, just like by being expressive and angry towards each other. I, I thought that was really, <laughs> I thought that was really fun and uh, you know, like I said, you and I both like to be physical, so I was glad that that was able to 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 bleed through a little bit. Yeah, I. It's funny. I was like, okay, how's this gonna work with Trent and I? Because we're like the clowns <laughs> that run around. <laughs> like, uh, yeah. So it's fun. It's interesting, like what Zoom can offer you, because I do think there's some fun um, conventions and things that are on there that you can play with for sure. Did you have um, you done? Over the pandemic, did you do a bunch of Zoom prov? I did not do a bunch of Zoom prov, um, but I've just been on, I'm a teacher, I'm on Zoom all oh. the time, and then uh, I did a lot of creative writing classes and things mm -hmm. like that during, and I did some clowning on yeah. Zoom, which was really, really funny. We all had like the, uh, 
computer up and then we had to run around our house with our phones and uh, it, it was pretty and sort of yeah it was actually pretty funny you know so so yeah but not improv <laughs> just being a clown just being a clown you know that's what i did yeah val, so, val, yeah. val knows this of course and i'm sure frequent listeners of the podcast know this and viewers of the twitch also know this at this at this point but i am always still struggling with how it how it comes across how the improv is coming across um through this medium because it's such a you know improv on stage has been around for however long decades and improv on zoom has been around for one year one year and a half (laughs) yeah for a year you know and it's especially like it's one thing to you know kind of be all in the same room and be able to improvise together and just broadcast that but it's still i'm still trying to figure out how the best way to do it is when we're all in different places and uh yeah this one felt great i i felt good about it and i thought the uh the hug at the end you know sometimes it can get a little a couple a couple episodes ago with um hannah mcdonald was the guest and we did a scene where we were in a car but we were on the screen we ended up on the wrong side of each other and then we would look we would look to talk to each other but we thought we were looking the right way but our heads would be so it was like we were talking out the the windows and but just kind of presenting that physicality was a benefit to the scene at that point i thought and i thought any physicality that you and i had tonight even if it wasn't like crystal clear uh even if the hug wasn't perfect um people are understanding what we're trying to go for. Yeah. I do think being on Zoom does make you really hyper-focused. Yeah. You know, I think it's, in some ways it really enhances the listening because you got nothing but that little window in front of yeah. you, you know, and it's like, I'm just bring tell me what are we doing Trent let's let's you know it's that really intense listening of like okay what's the next step because there's nothing else to to, there's just there's just you baby but there is some you know there's some interesting like benefits with that too that there isn't someone else who's going to run in and I'm not waiting for someone off stage to 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 swoop in if the scene starts to lull you know it's just you and me and so there's some I think there's some fun in it. I mean, it's it's a different it's a different feel for sure. You like as we're going, I'm like, where's the audience? Are they laughing? What's going on? Oh yeah, there's not an audience. It's just Val, you know. <laughs> so like that instant feedback isn't there either. So I think that's something just as a performer that I that's why I like to perform, and that's why I like to perform yeah. improv. You know, is that instant connection with the yes. audience. And uh, so so I think though it does heighten. The connection with who you're playing with when there's not that that other member mm-hmm. of the cast sitting out in the in the house you know so uh, yeah. yeah i i think i totally agree the smaller i think we've we must have talked about this on a previous episode but i prefer i don't know if anybody can hear that but there's a motorcycle outside of my house classic um <laughs> i prefer uh I prefer Tuprov to any other, like, I love teams, and there are teams that I am on that I love to perform with, but uh, Tuprov to me is the the easiest medium uh, of doing improv because there is a, um, in my opinion, there's kind of this thought of Tuprov is harder because there's less of you, and it's just like, oh, you have so much to remember, and the whole show is reliant on just you and your partner. But for me, it's the opposite because when you're in a big group, even when there's three people, but, you know, once you start getting on these teams of like five, seven, ten people, you're worried about like, oh, someone's going to come edit the scene too early or someone's going to edit the scene too late or someone's going to walk on. And like when it's just the two of us, we can we can really sit and like develop the relationship in the scene and kind of like. You know, if something's not working, we can be like, okay, let's go to the next thing. And like when there's only two people feeling that, whereas like if you're in a team and maybe you and I are doing a scene on stage and we're feeling good about it, but 
Val's on the in the wings, and she's like, eh, I think this has run its course, and then, you know, sweeps, and we're kind of like, ah, bummer. And then Val ruins another freaking show for me. Gosh, Val! No. Sorry, but, yes, it's my own. <laughs> yeah. I can't help myself. No, Val's great. We all love Val. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I, I think... So I think the I think the combination of two prov plus zoom is very uh, conducive to a hyperactive yeah. uh, listening environment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. You know, and like uh, you know, messing with friends. Uh-huh. I mean, that's a great two prov that's been for years and years and years, and just sees a mess and getting new new people yeah. in, right? But that format, that intense. Uh, it's a nice intensity and and not to have to worry about anybody else because i think when you're on stage with like a bigger group you're you're always aware that there's other people that you're sharing mm-hmm. space and have being that collaborative person and but when there's just another person it's kind yeah. of sweet <laughs> you only worry about each yeah. other you know I, you know i'm so. i'm in burbank but i would consider this technically like a chicago-based podcast and because of that we have talked about the herald a lot because you know io loomed large even if it even in its absence currently um and the herald of course was what was taught there and you know when there's 10 people on your team it's so like even it's one thing to be on stage and be like oh no someone's gonna come edit this when i don't want them to it's a whole nother thing to be like three scenes deep into the show and you're on the sideline and you're like oh man i haven't been in the show yet and I got to like, so like there's a, when, when it's just the two of you, you're on stage the whole time. You don't have to worry about like getting enough stage time or ruining your, your teammates scene or enhancing your teammates scene. Like there's no worry about, you know, what 10 different people are thinking. It's all concerns with just you and me, you and your scene partner. And I just think that's so much for me, at least like, that's just so much easier, even in like, even in short form, you have yeah. big clumps of people. And it's just like, you know, I don't know that you could. Well, that's not true. I think you I was going to say, I don't know if you could successfully do a, a two person short form show, but that's not true. I have successfully myself done a two person short form show. <laughs> I think you've done that at yes, Meetup exactly. Theater for like a <laughs> corporate I know specifically stuff. me and Sean Taylor. The one I think about all the time is me and Sean did a two person show uh, for probably like 30 people in the back in the back room of a Maggiano's little Italy. And, uh, it was for it's someone, it was nice. for someone's birthday or something, but it was great. And it was, it was short form. And, you know, short form has the added benefit yeah. of using the audience, you know, more, Yeah. but even in a, in a two prov long form set, uh, the third member of your team is the audience in a 10 person, sh- in a 10 yeah. person show, the 11th yeah. member of your team is the audience. So it's all. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I, and something, you know, I think when I'm in a bigger group and I've, I've become part of a bigger mm-hmm. improv group up here, there's probably 12 mm-hmm. of us. So it's really different than five play. And, you know, when you find the people where their rhythm and their energy is similar and matches with yours, it's like this nirvana, yeah. right? Uh, and, and sometimes you know, you lean towards those people to play with because that energy is similar and the timing. And I find that when I, I'm a slow mm-hmm. burner, you know, mm-hmm. it takes a while. Uh, so <laughs> Trent, you know, sometimes there's a long pause on stage. I love a long pause. <laughs> I love like, a long pause. Right. But, but, you know, to, to not, the, the different energies can disrupt each other, yeah. you know, if it's not sort of a synergy thing. And so I think, yeah, that too, too, seems like you find the right person it's kind of magical. yeah i wonder if you would feel the same as as i would about so like i said you and i both not maybe necessarily started at made-up theater but we're predominantly at made-up theater by the end of our time in northern california and of course the the main team there was five play and there were six of us on the team and the other four people who were not you and me were the owners of the theater and i felt <clears throat> I felt super lucky to be added to that team because I I felt that nirvana amongst the six of us. And actually, you know, Bobby was our guest um, on the last episode, and we talked a little bit about this where we've just played together so many times, and we just have this 
um, familiarity and trust and we're all comfortable with each other. And like when I moved to Chicago, it took me years and years to find that. But the first uh, team that I found that with was with Ten Impeller, which was my two prop team with Cam, who was also a previous guest of the show. And that was just the two of us. And I think it's because it's so much easier to find that working relationship between two people than having to be like, okay, well, I got, I didn't ask to be put on this Herald team. I was picked out of these 10. There's 10 of us and none of us wanted to be on a team together necessarily. And now we all have to navigate all (laughs) these personalities. So like, you know, I, I feel so lucky that five play was kind of my first team because, or not kind of five play was my first team. Um, because I, 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 I hit a home run with them and with you. Yeah. And, and it, I just feel lucky that I didn't have to, cause then once I went to Chicago, I was like, Oh man, this is a, a nightmare being placed on teams and like <laughs> trying to find. And you know, of course, eventually I, and I had fun with every team I've ever played with, but, um, and eventually I would say fair dinkum is the team in Chicago that gave me that feeling the most finally of a, of a full team. But like I said, two prov was where yeah. I was like, Oh, this feels like home. This feels like made up theater. This yeah. is what I was used to. Yeah, definitely. And I think something unique about made up theater was that we were, you know, there's the owners, they already had this great mm-hmm. chemistry together and then they pulled people who would fit into that chemistry. So we, we just lucked yeah. out. <laughs> Literally the right place at the right <laughs> I'm time. I'm being yeah. pulled in. Yeah. Right. Place the right time. So, um, yeah, for sure. Yeah. I totally agree with what you're saying. I mean, I think that you have better odds of having a good two person scene mm-hmm. or set with a stranger than you do of having a good, uh, set with a 10 person team who you've played with before. Wow. That is, that's interesting. I think I, I, I think I would also yeah. agree. Yeah, me too. Especially, oh, go like, ahead. Ben. I, oh, I was just going to say like, I got really lucky. The first team that I was ever placed on was the stacks. Still, still on the stacks, baby. Yes. And we're like six years old now. So we've been playing together at least. So we've been playing together for a long time. And uh, we get along really well and, like, all fill different roles and stuff on the team. It's great. Um, but even we, you know, it's hard to have that many people, especially when we, we've gone through phases where we had, like, 10 people on our team. And it's a lot. Yeah. It's a lot to deal with, even under <clears throat> the best of circumstances. But, like, on my birthday a couple weeks ago, I uh, did – uh, short form show with a bunch of pals and uh, I had never improvised before with Felicia McLeod mm-hmm. and uh, she uh, she and I had a two person scene that was more or less just a two it was blind line so it was more scenic than your average short form game mm-hmm. and it was like the easy easiest thing that I have ever done like we'd never improvised together before and it was just great. And of course, part of that is just because Felicia is a great improviser and a wonderful human being. And Val but is like... a great improviser and a wonderful human being. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, no, I'm an <laughs> asshole and, and I haven't learned a thing in, in the eight years that I've been doing this. But um, but like, I really do think that a factor of that was just because we knew no one's coming on stage. No one's going to like, we don't have to worry about anything else. We just have to worry about doing a good scene between the two of us. We are responsible for that. No one else is responsible for that. Cause that's the other thing too. You can get lazy. If you've got teammates who are like crazy and will just come in and break a scene every single time, you don't have to do a good scene because within a minute, someone's going to be on stage, you know, being a crazy person and you're done. Yeah. Um, and like that sucks too. Right. Cause like, you're not using, you're not working your muscles the way that you probably should. Um, so yeah, I think that two prov, I agree that two prov is like easy, but not in the sense of like, you can be lazy. It's easy because it's clear. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's really interesting for the audience too, because you're, there's not so much to follow. Like you are following each person's line of thinking mm-hmm. and, and able to really go on the journey without it being disrupted. Like I, I would think in this scene, like, like I think Val said, like I've been there before, right? Like, so there's, there's that more, um, not that other things aren't relatable, but I think there's more realism that can happen in two props sometimes yeah. that is a, is not necessarily always the focus in improv, you know, 
um and it's still comical yeah right uh but it but there's more of a grounded sense when you really have this the two people that i like personally taste wise it's it's very interesting that you say that because i i i've never really thought about this but fair dinkum our best sets are very like ethereal and like out of this world kind of stuff and not i mean obviously there's grounded stuff that happens within it but like it's all kind of out there and kind of with five play too i feel like it's not uh not ungrounded but it's very like more focused on like our physicality and our play and our fun Mm -hmm. as opposed to like you know we're grounded in this reality you know we're grounded in it because we all believe in whatever we're doing but it's not necessarily not necessarily true to life yeah yeah Uh, yeah i would agree with that i think uh, you know (laughs) yeah if we could climb out a window and climb up a ladder and jump off the ceiling then that's kind of the focus but i think yeah i do think there's which i enjoy but i i definitely coming from an acting background Mm -hmm. uh enjoy sort of the cleverness of that two person grounded place you know and it's fun to watch where it goes yeah also you mentioned this earlier karen about like like if i'm watching a two-person show i just got to focus on the two people and you know i am a someone who gets distracted very easily and even with you know a, a team of six or whatever if only two people are on stage there's four other people in the wings who I could be focusing on. There's also an audience around me. Like, you know, I get distracted easily. So in a 10-person show, if the if the scene happening is not, you know, grabbing my interest, I might be like, well, what's Val doing on the sideline? Val on the sideline is more interesting than what Trent and Karen are doing on stage right now. On stage, yeah. I know. <laughs> Yeah, well, I think it's also like a lot of accountability as a performer. Like if there's just two of you, you can't, like Val said, you can't just, no one's going to save you. So you're invested, I think, way more in like what is happening right here. Because, and and as an audience member, I don't know how forgiving I would be if it's just two people. I'd be like, yeah, that's bullshit right there, right? (laughs) Like you... And I think maybe that's what takes you to a more real Mm. place, right? Because if you want to bring them along, there's got to be some truth in what you're, I mean, if you start jumping around like a jester, that's going to last for about 30 (laughs) seconds, right? And then everyone's like, we are done with that person. Um, So there's something interesting in that as well. I I also wanted to tie this back to what you were talking about before about like not having an audience in the Zoom medium. I think that one thing that I've, realize because i've been starting to go back to doing in-person shows while still doing uh online Mm -hmm. shows is uh i i don't need a reaction from the audience as much which has been really liberating in a lot of ways yeah um but also i realized that what i was doing was trying to make my teammates laugh yeah Mm. and so and you two were doing exactly that during this set you were trying in the absence of an audience you were trying to make each other laugh and i think that that is a really fun like kind of uh like outcome of all of this is like finding that like finding joy in trying to tickle your scene partner rather than like worrying about what the audience is doing because you don't know what the audience is going to like or not like or how they're going to (laughs) react And yeah, I don't know how it was at made up theater, but like oftentimes we're performing to just other improvisers. So like who often, you know, out of some sense of having to look cool, withhold their laughter more often than (laughs) not. Um, So, so like you're not guaranteed to get a laugh, even if you do have a live audience, but you, but if you know your scene partner and you can make them enjoy the scene, like even if they're not literally breaking, like, I think that that is so fun and that is something you can always do no matter what medium you're in and i think that's a really cool thing that i've discovered like from all of this yeah yeah that's funny because i definitely was feeling uh like oh yeah oh yeah i got you trent okay here we go (laughs) Uh, yeah you i I can't remember what it was now but there was something within the first like 30 seconds that got me and i was like oh yeah here we go we're in it baby and then i the thing that got me the hardest was jed like Jed, I it took me a really long time to name you. You called me Gloria like a couple times. I'm like, well, I fucking you know need what's to name funny? Him. You know what's funny? I think I think you can 
I think you can obviously have a good scene if it's just two people and you are never named. But I always like to uh, give a name because it feels like um, it's 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 more memorable when you're like those two people had a really good scene or it's more memorable to be like, Oh, remember the Gloria and Jed scene? That was great. And I looked, I, you know, I was timing the, um, I was timing the scene and I looked down and it was like, we were like eight or 10 minutes in. And I was like, Oh my God, I got to name Karen something. I got to just throw something out there. Well, it's funny when you called me Gloria, I was like, Oh yeah, you're going to call me Gloria. Okay. Jed. (laughs) Uh, Jed's a funny name. I was giving you a. I know it's Jed's good. Jed's funny. It's good. Well, we're <laughs> approaching the top of the hour here. For those of us who are live on Twitch, um, if you're listening to a podcast, you know time doesn't matter. It's irrelevant. Uh, but for us right now, as we're recording this live, we are reaching the top of the hour. So um, now that Val kind of tied this up perfectly like a herald, we can uh, wrap it up. <laughs> Karen, this was great. Thank you so much uh, for being the guest on this week's episode of I Love Improv with Trent Dozier. What, um, where are you doing improv? You're doing it in Colorado. I am. uh, I know you. I am in a little tiny, tiny town. Uh, Anyway, so yeah, there's a um, epic improv. Uh, We're in Evergreen, Colorado. And uh, yeah, that's been my focus right now. Uh, is doing shows with them. I'm teaching locally. Um, I started building an adult improv program that I've kind of passed on to some other folks right now. Um, but yeah, so just still living the dream, yeah, people. Baby. Living the dream. If you're ever in <laughs> the greater Denver area, check out Epic Improv in Evergreen, Colorado. Correct? Yes. Nailed it. Karen, this was great. Thank you so much. Um, Val, this was a blast also with you as always love, love talking to you. Um, (laughs) anything the people should know about the Trident network other than what we talked about at the top of the show? Uh, well, we are taking next week, uh, pretty much off with the exception, I think of Trent's other podcast. Uh, yeah, baby. It's actually a perfect tournament for next week. Uh, Trent and Nia do not rest ever. We will. Um, there will be a rest eventually. Don't worry. <laughs> uh, but otherwise, uh, we've got tons of, as we said at the top of the show, we have tons of other shows here on Twitch. We have tons of other podcasts, if that's the way you're listening to this. Uh, and we have uh, lots of fun video stuff on our YouTube channel. So check us out. And if you enjoyed this and you want to support what we're doing, Um, You can subscribe here on Twitch, um, or if you are listening in podcast form, you can become a Patreon patron, and Trent will even shout you out if you so desire, if you become a Patreon patron, Um, so you'll be immortalized forever in one of these episodes. (laughs) Um, And uh, you can also get merch. Oh, yeah. And there's I Love Improv merch. There's uh, (laughs) Tournament Podcast merch, which is Trent's other podcast. Uh, and tons of other there's the commentaries uh, merch which is which is val's podcast which i was literally <laughs> listening to before we started recording <laughs> yeah if you like obscure uh tv movies from the 90s and 2000s uh we're right up your alley give us a listen well if you understand <laughs> if you understand what a decom is then you're gonna absolutely love val's podcast mm-hmm. and if you don't understand what a decom is listen to val's podcast and you might get educated <laughs> Uh, all right, that's it. Thank you so much, Val. Karen, this was a freaking blast. Loved uh, being able to play with you. Loved being able to chat with you for an hour here. Um, thanks for joining us. Thanks, everybody in the chat who joined us live, and thanks, everybody in the future who's going to intake this uh, in whatever medium you find best for intaking improv. <laughs> uh, that's it. We will be back here in two weeks with a new episode of I Love Improv with Trent Dozier with a fresh guest and some fresh prov and some old Trent and some old Val. A couple of old classics. Um, that's it. Everybody have a wonderful Thanksgiving week and weekend next week. Uh, I hope you are all stuffed, uh, filled with turkey and uh, whatever, whatever your favorite side dishes. Maybe tune into the tournament podcast next week and find out uh, what your favorite side dishes. It's a little hint. Uh, okay, that's it. I'm rambling. 
Uh, thanks, everybody, for joining us. Thanks, Val. Thanks, Karen. Thanks, you guys. Had a great time. And remember, I love improv! Cut it! <laughs> thanks for listening to I Love Improv with Trent Dozier. Please like, subscribe, and follow the podcast wherever you listen. And be sure to subscribe to and follow the Trident Network on Twitch. I Love Improv with Trent Dozier is a part of the Trident Network. To learn more about the Trident Network's videos, live shows, and other podcasts, please visit thetridentnetwork.com. You can also support the podcast by donating to the Trident Network's Patreon at patreon.com slash thetridentnetwork. The I Love Improv live stream features technical support from Val Agnew. The theme music was composed by Nia D'Amelio, and the podcast was edited by me. We return on Thursday, December 2nd, live on twitch.tv slash the Trident Network at 6 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Central, 9 p.m. Eastern.